you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Today on your NFL Fantasy Live podcast, we take a look back at the Monday Nighter and the perfection that Cam Newton weaved on that Monday Night contest against the New England Patriots, not to mention who you need to trade, who you need to keep with the trade deadline upon us right here this coming Friday, plus a very special in-studio guest, the incomparable champ Kine from the Channel 4 News team down there in San Diego joins us to talk about Anchorman 2 coming up around the corner. It's all today on NFL Fantasy Live Podcast. Matt Money-Smith here, Fantasy Sports Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano, right here on my left shoulder. Molly Karam, Akbar Baja Biamila, or as he likes to say, Akbar Baja Biamila, <laughs> will join us in just a few minutes. Uh, Fabs, Bobby Rainey, we just mentioned waiver wires coming up. You have how many teams? Nine? Nine. How many of them featured Bobby Rainey? Uh, I have Bobby Rainey in two. Yeah. I started him. And just zero. And none. Oh, oh, Fabs. I yeah. had faith that you were going to have him on like 70 or nine teams. He was going to carry you to victory. But you know how the waiver wire goes, right? I didn't goes, have right? a priority. And it's someone tough. played him against me, and I lost. Oh, well, Brilliant see, there move. you go. All right, let's get to it. The Monday nighter that certainly helped a whole lot of fantasy folks perhaps win their week. There he is, Tom Brady, Fab's favorite fantasy player this season. Cam yeah. Newton should be on my team, but Akbar still has him. Uh, here you go, <laughs> Newton. Brandon LaFell, his favorite new target, nine-yard touchdown. LaFell turning into quite the fantasy receiver these days. Panthers up 7-0, second quarter now, a second and long for the pass from the Panthers. 13, and it's Steven Ridley with you know, the carry. We haven't ever seen that Bumble! before, have we? Yeah, Panthers lead 10-3 at the half. Now let's get to the third quarter. Pat's offense gets going, and here you go. You play the stars, Rob Gronkowski, a star. 14 and a half points last night. There was his touchdown, a nine-yarder. Patriots tied the game up at 10. But, hey, like we saw all game long, the Panthers and Cam Newton answer. Here, Newton, speaking of tight ends, finds his tight end, Greg Olson, out of the U. We don't Big care about nobody but Olson. this U. Greg Olson with the touchdown there. And the Panthers retake the lead, 17 to 10. Now, fourth quarter, Patriots. There's your guy, Fab, Steven Ridley. He was benched for that fumble, came back in. 
Scored a touchdown. Got the touchdown. You see the 8.8 points there. And now, New England on top, 20-17. to 17. This drive was nothing short of spectacular for Cam Newton. He converted three third downs. And right here, you see the pass to Ted Ginn Jr. And look at those numbers for Cam Newton on the night. 26 and a half points. Had a whole mess of rushing yards, 62 of them. And now, one last shot. Brady with no time on the clock on a second and three. Fires to the end zones. Wildly underthrown, though. Yeah. The flag comes in. There was no penalty because the pass was not catchable. The Panthers hold on to win. They improve to 7-3. and three, And this guy's got to wear it from Tom Brady because they opted to pick up that flag. Here you go, the statistics. You see him, Tom Brady, 29-40 of 40 for 296 and a touchdown and interception. Okay night for Brady. LeGarrette Blunt, Shane Vereen, Stephen Ridley. Good luck figuring that one out for your fantasy Backfield season. committee. Uh, Cam Newton here, though, the big performer. 26, as I mentioned, point five six points. And again, Brandon LaFell kind of turning into his go-to target, especially in the red zone fans. I don't know if that's good enough to start him, however, though. Yeah, Brandon LaFell's not a guy that I'm going to be picking up and starting here based on this matchup, but Cam Newton, yeah. I, he does this every single year. He starts off a little bit slow. Fantasy owners freak out. They worry about him. Hopefully you didn't trade him. And then in the second half of the season, you know this better than most. Yep. Cam Newton just goes off. Yeah, carried me to the Super Bowl in our Experts League last year, Fabs. The one concern, I think, would be two games against the Saints right. in the playoffs. How good is that Saints defense when it comes to a dynamic quarterbacking threat like Cam Newton? Well, let's get to that target that I mentioned. Brandon LaFell, Fabs, you, the Fantasy Football Hall of Famer, what do you do with LaFell moving forward? Is he worth a roster spot in a 12-team league? Yes, he certainly is. Is he worth starting? Maybe as a three when the matchup is favorable, but money, the problem with LaFell is that he's so inconsistent. He'll give you a good stat line like he did last night, and then two weeks he'll do nothing, and people will drop him again. I need to see more reliability out of LaFell. Well, you know what? Fabson, let's just get to the Panthers as a whole, you know, because here we are. We're at the trade deadline this week. We have the playoffs fast approaching. How many Panthers can you trust beyond Cam Newton to start? Panthers defense has been very good in fantasy this year, and Greg Olson is a low-end one. That's really about it. it. Steve Smith has been very inconsistent, unproductive, likes to fight with Aqib Tlaib, right? We see that. That's entertaining. The backfield is a mess. Uh, There's a lot of players in that backfield. You've got D'Angelo yeah. Williams and Jonathan Stewart and Mike Tolbert, and they have a great matchup coming up against the Dolphins. Exactly. Who do you start? Right. That's, That's the, the big question. problem. All right, well, Cam Newton, like you said. That's Cam Newton. Start. Let's get to the other quarterback and Tom Brady and what we saw from Brady against, again, if not the – well, you know what? Yeah, it's the best defense in the NFL. First in points, first in yards allowed, top five in every major category. What do you take away from the 14-plus points you got from Tom Brady this week? That was about as much as you were going to get from Tom Brady against this defense. They are just plain nasty money, and you just said that. We didn't expect Brady to have a big game, and he didn't. Only 14 fantasy points. If you want a silver lining, he's playing Denver next week, yep. and their defense has been very, very vulnerable to good pass attacks. So Brady's a guy you start in week 12, but he was what we thought he was going to be last night. Let's get to Shane Vereen. We mentioned it a couple weeks ago, Fabs. If there was one guy you got to pick up off the waiver wire that was slated to come back, this was it. Did you feel good about Shane Vereen moving forward as a flex starter, as a number two starter down the stretch? In a PPR league, I really like him as a flex. This guy's going to catch a lot of passes out of the backfield. He had, what, eight last night? He was very, very productive in that passing game. 
Do I start him in standard leagues week in and week out? Well, it's based on the matchups, but this guy could be a PPR dream. Remember how good Danny Woodhead was yep. in this offense last and, year. And I would say, too, from the lack of production, what do you see every time he gets handed the ball? Number 59, and that's why Vereen had a tough night. Luke Keekley was all over him. Right, but what right, about right. Stephen Ridley going forward? He can't fumble. There I mean, that, that's yeah. a big problem. He can't fumble because if he fumbles, Belichick's going to take him out of the game. It's a committee. Uh, he's not a one. He's more of a two, at least from a fantasy perspective, in my opinion. If he has problems holding on to the football, they're going to pull him out, put LeGarrette Blunt in the game. He needs to hold on to the ball. He needs to go to that tiki barber school of holding on to the ball, like yeah. way up here. I don't know if he can do that in week 11, <laughs> which, of course, makes it a little bit <laughs> scary when it comes though. to starting him in the playoffs or keeping him on your bench. All right, that's it for Monday night. Right now, let's get you set for week 12 with our latest headlines. Thank you, Money. Molly Karam here with Akbar Bajabi Amila. Let's get you caught up on all the big news from around the league. And obviously, Akbar will give us the fantasy impact on them. Bears quarterback Jay Cutler has been ruled out for Week 12 with an ankle injury. Josh McCown will start in his place. Here's what Cutler had to say about the injury on his radio show Monday. There's a couple of ligaments that we're, we're a little bit worried about that's different um, than a normal high ankle sprain. I knew right away we had a we had a problem. Um, you know, went into halftime and uh, moved it, taped it up as best we could, and but uh, you know just had to ride it out. We're taking the cast off periodically, just kind of checking to see where I'm at. Um, you know, we'll see again uh, uh, later this week, and then early next week where it's at. Akbar, McCown has been a pretty serviceable backup so far. Do you trust him at the helm for that Bears offense? I absolutely do. I haven't forgotten what he did to the Green Bay Packers when he put up 20 fantasy points. And when you look at this last week game where he had against the Baltimore Ravens, you know, the turf condition was just horrible. It was a very tough situation. They had the two-hour delay. So, yes, his fantasy points struggled. But I think moving into next week, going against the Week 12 against the St. Louis um, Rams. Rams, I think he's absolutely a good play here when you look at just the fact that you've got Russell Wilson on the bye, you've got Nick Foles. He's a serviceable, a serviceable backup when you look at the count. Yeah, pretty good matchup there. Let's get to another quarterback in Houston. Case Keenum has also been announced as a starter this Sunday. Despite being pulled in favor of former starter Matt Schaub at the end of last week's contest, Akbar, I know you're a big fan of this move. You've been high on this guy from day one. Yeah, when Kubiak heard me yesterday on the show, I know he watched the show. Uh, I'm pretty sure somewhere in the world he tweeted me say, Akbar, I hear you. Because I went off on him. Because I, I did not approve of the pooling of Case Keenum. He's going out there and he's on pace to have a fine game. He goes in and bring Matt Shaw because he thought perhaps he could manage the game situation better. But when you're developing a young quarterback, you have to be able to help him build his confidence. And you only do that by getting reps in those game management situations. Case Keenum can. I've seen him do it in college. I know he can do it. He can make big plays. And especially, we saw Andre Johnson really go off because Case Keenum is a gamer and he's a slinger. He can get that ball down. And this week field. he has the Jags, so two of the play worst teams him. in football. If he doesn't play well, this could be the Johnny Manziel Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good uh, draft class of quarterbacks. All right, meanwhile, Tony Romo should get some help in the Cowboys' passing game. ESPN Dallas reports today that Cowboys owner Jerry Jones says Mile Austin will return from his hamstring injury Sunday against the Giants. Akbar Austin is available in almost half of NFL.com leagues. Is he worth a pickup? Because Terrence Williams has cooled off a bit. Well, you know, Terrence Williams hit what I like to call the proverbial rookie wall. 
and I think he's going to make that bounce back now. He's right now at that point where in week 9, week 10, we saw a little dip. That's about week 13 in college for him. And so now he's going to get back over that hump. But I wouldn't be concerned about Miles Austin. He's been a non-factor all year. Uh, I know Dr. Jerry Jones has come out and said <laughs> he's going to come back. But, look, he's always had injury issues. I wouldn't trust Miles Austin. I'd stay away from him. Terrence William has that position on lock as the number two wide receiver opposite Des Bryant. All right, Akbar, thank you for the latest on the fantasy spin on those news. And a fellow broadcaster is joining us, Akbar. All right, let's go. Are you excited? I remember He him. is the sportscaster for Channel News 4 team, and he made the trek up from San Diego. It's Champ Kind, and he joins us to break down his top fantasy stars for Week 12. Plus, we name our fantasy coach of the week. We'll break down what he did and if you should follow suit this week as you set your lineup when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Towards the end zone, it's caught by Weiss. Comes down to the 10, down to the 5. Wilson it in. Touchdown, Seahawks. Time now for our Fantasy Lenovo Coach of the Week. And this week, that is Michael Fabiano. You wrote that rap, right? Uh, no, game? that was all you. All right, you beat Akbar Bajabiamila, and that was based on a quarterback move that I bet you wouldn't have predicted would have been successful in the preseason. Yeah, Matt Ryan was a guy who most people drafted to be their number one quarterback. Unfortunately, he has been Matty Ice for a bad reason from mm-hmm. a fan's perspective. He's been ice cold in the statutes. So I went with Russell Wilson. Great matchup against the Minnesota Vikings. And Wilson has been the better quarterback over the last four or five weeks if we're talking about fantasy points. Really, the big winner for me was Antonio Brown. How about that? 25.9. And this isn't a PPR league. This is a standard league. So Antonio Brown was a huge reason why I won to go along with Russell Wilson's almost 19 fantasy And look points. at Hauschka with 13 for Akbar. All right. so Kickers are people, too. They are. Russell Wilson, really a no-brainer. He's been great lately. He has been, and a lot of fantasy owners are riding his shoulders into this stretch of the fantasy season where we're only a couple of weeks from the playoffs here, Molly. Now, Russell Wilson does have a bye coming up in Week 12. So you will need to have an alternative. And we'll get into that in just a minute. And Matt Ryan really struggling with no Julio Jones and some of his other weapons banged up this year. Yeah, he really has been. And this is a guy who, again, early in the season, he was great. He was fantastic. You lose Julio. Roddy White's been banged up all season long. It's been really tough sledding for Matt Ryan. And that whole offense, the offensive line has been struggling. It's been tough. The whole team's been struggling overall. Okay, so Matt Ryan, you have to start, essentially, because Russell Wilson's on a bye. If you choose not to, who are some potential pickups? Look on the waiver wire for a guy like Eli Manning or Mike Glennon. They have good matchups. Ryan Fitzpatrick has a good matchup as well. Are you going to start him? Joe Flacco. I would not start Matt Ryan this week, not against the Saints. Their defense has been so good against the pass. Colin Kaepernick only 14 points. Earlier that week, we had Tony Romo going for right around 11 points. It's been very tough for quarterbacks to score on those Saints. Thursday night game on our network, Matt Ryan's a risk. Okay, so those are some good options if you have Matt Ryan at quarterback. Speaking of options, if you need some other players, let's head to the waiver wire and check out your top 10 waiver wire targets on NFL.com. And one name that really jumps out on me here is Bobby Rainey. He was great against the Dolphins, great against Atlanta, but this week he faces Detroit. It's not a good matchup. You're absolutely right, Molly. But the fact of the matter here is that he is a featured back. He's hot right now. I would start him as a flex, but 
he's not going to score over 30 fantasy points like he did last week against Atlanta, who you mentioned is struggling both on offense and defense. But Rainey is a guy you pick up. He needs to be owned in all fantasy leagues. Doesn't he remind you of Darren Sproles a little bit? He does. He does. And I just want to point out, he's only owned in 11% of leagues. So right. he's definitely available. Go get him. All right, let's move on to Rashad Jennings. He had a great game, 22 rushes for 150 yards in a TD on Sunday. Now he gets that Titans defense. He's been great with run DMC out. Now, what if he returns? What do you do in this situation? Well, the coaches are already saying that Jennings is still going to be a big part of the backfield, even when McFadden returns. But this is like a situation we had last year. Marcel Reese came in and was great, and fantasy owners were like, all right, McFadden, you can stay on the sidelines. I'm kind of hoping that happens, too, because Jennings has been so good. 55 fantasy points in his last three games, and as you said, they're playing the Titans this week, and they are awful against the run. If Jennings is the featured back this week, which I think he will be, he's almost a must-start in a lot of fantasy leagues. He's been that good. So Jennings, Rainey, great pickup. So it's time to start planning out your roster for Week 12, and we're going to lend a hand with that as well. Good stuff, Fabs. When we break down more of the players you should target on the waiver wire next, and which pass catchers should you try to acquire on the trade market as we review the best wide receivers and tight ends to trade for when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Come on back. President Jack calls plays. And he would be the life of the game. That was an essential part of life in that house. I was having a good year, and they're doing a big story on me in Life magazine. I was going to be on the cover. He goes down in history as the guy that was taken off the magazine when John Kennedy was assassinated. Everybody in the country could. This can't be happening. This can't be true. We came to practice on Saturday, didn't know whether we were going to play or not. We had some owners who wanted to play the games. I said, you won't get me to play the games. The silence was devastating. The announcer would not say the Dallas Cowboys. It was just the Cowboys. That was the one game in my whole career that I didn't want to play. Obviously, I feel it was a mistake. I wish that he had not played the games. Make sure to watch the JFK Experience, the untold NFL history of that day in Dallas starting Wednesday right here on NFL Network and on NFL.com slash JFK. The trade deadline in standard NFL.com leaks is this Friday, so if you need to make a last-minute move to shore up your roster for the playoffs, NFL Fantasy Live is the place to be all week long, right, gentlemen? We are going position by position today through Thursday to tell you who to trade for, who to trade away, and why. Then join us again on Friday where we'll answer all your trade questions, submit your trade scenarios all week on Twitter using the hashtag FantasyTrades. And we are going to start with wide receivers to trade for. You guys targeted three guys. And let's begin with Brandon Marshall Fabs. He's the focal point of that offense. There's a look at your three guys there you had selected, regardless of who's throwing the ball to him. I love Brandon Marshall. And when I go after trades, Aquar, you know this very well, I don't go after the Ham and Eggers. I go after the superstars. I want superstars in my starting lineup. And Brandon Marshall is an absolute stud from a fantasy perspective. This guy's got a great schedule coming up as well. He plays St. Louis, Minnesota, the Cowboys. They can't cover anybody. He's got one hiccup against Cleveland and Joe Hayden, which is going to be a tough matchup. But then if you get to the fantasy Super Bowl, he's playing the Eagles. Go out and pick up Brandon Marshall. I'm telling you right now, you can trade two very good players to get an elite player 
That player to me is Brandon Marshall. Akbar, this next one we saw on the board. You've been high on him all season last year as well with Justin Blackman's sideline. Cecil Shorts is the go-to guy now. Yeah, and he's always been the go-to guy when you think about Cecil Shorts, the most targeted guy on the Jacksonville Jaguars. In fact, the next guy next to him has four, he has 48 more targets than any other wide receiver. So you know he's getting the ball. But, of course, last week was a little down week for Cecil Shorts. In fact, I said he was my trap player. But when you look at his schedule and you look at the comments that he made towards his coaches, and if you know Cecil Shorts, he's not that type of guy. He says, give me the ball. What did our guy Jason Smith say? If a wide receiver says, give me the ball, you go give it to him. Look at his schedule. He's got Houston twice. Now, of course, he's on Hayden's Island, but scratch that out. And he's got Buffalo and Tennessee. I think he's going to do excellent there against those guys. He's also a regular in the Starters Club. I see him there often. All right, the Giants, Fabs, finally getting on the same page. November, historically a great month for them. So is this a time to deal for Victor Cruz? You must be big time. I could never get into the Starters Club. But, yes, this is a <laughs> very good time I get my own to table. trade for Victor Cruz. Look at his schedule. The Cowboys this week. Washington, San Diego, okay, a little hiccup against Seattle in week 15. Then he has Detroit. Are you kidding me? And Victor Cruz has been a disappointment this year. You can get him on the cheap. Remember, the last time he played the Cowboys back in week one, three touchdowns. Trade for him, like, today, right now. Right right now. Go do it. Go do it. (laughs) But keep watching our show. Absolutely. Okay, so those are wide receivers to trade for. Now let's get into tight ends and take a look at that board there. We have three guys that you are high on. Kobe Fleener, Rob Gronkowski, Delaney Walker. Let's get into all of them and tell people why. Kobe Fleener, Akbar, career highs in both catches and yards here on Thursday Night Football this week. Well, yeah, and and with Kobe Fleener, he could be available depending on what format you're playing in. He could be available in some leagues, but in in one of my leagues, in fact, my league of record, I can't get Kobe Fleener, so I would like to trade for Kobe Fleener. And you're thinking, well, why? He's got, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs coming up in his schedule. Well, here's the thing. Ever since Reggie Wayne went down, he's been getting a ton of targets from Andrew Luck, and he's getting more and more comfortable in this offense. We saw him get off to a very slow start. But Kobe Fleener's on fire. Think about this. With Kobe Fleener, he's got eight-plus fantasy points in three of the last four games, and he's got ten targets in two straight games. That's a lot of targets. I don't think that Andrew Luck is going to shy away from him. And he's um, only owned in 27% of leagues. Let's move on to Rob Gronkowski in the headlines all season and now especially after that ending on Monday Night Football. What did I say, Molly? I go after superstars, all right? And Rob Gronkowski is a superstar. That's exactly right. Eight touchdowns in nine career games in December. Look at his schedule. He plays the Broncos, the Texans, the Browns, the Dolphins, and the Ravens. A lot of teams that can be had by tight ends. I'm telling you right now, I'll give you a little trade secret of how I like to make trades. Akbar, don't listen because I always want to trade with you. Go out and sell high on a player. Sell high on a guy like a Bobby Rainey and include another tight end like, say, Tony Gonzalez and get Rob Gronkowski right now. Well, you know, he may not be a Ham and Egger Delaney Walker. Uh, excuse me, he may not be a superstar. He may be considered a Ham and Egger, but this kid is out right now performing in this offense, of course, with Fitzpatrick as his quarterback. And I think you right now, you could go out and trade for him. People are going, oh, yeah, I'll give you. I'll go ahead and give you Delaney Walker. Yeah, go ahead and give him to me. Because what have I said all year long is that when you get a new quarterback in, especially like a guy for Fitzpatrick coming in for locker, he's going to get very, very comfortable staying close to his tight end. And that's what he's done, giving him a ton of targets. Get this, a touchdown in three of the last four games. All I care about is points, and touchdown equals points. All Delaney I care Walker about is, is the highest scoring tight end in the last two weeks. Yeah, he's one of the most underrated in the league for sure, is win-win-winning. Rick Ross, did you hear that? Okay. Okay. Let's move on Ross. here to wide that? receivers <laughs> to trade away for. Please explain this to me. 
Antonio Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, Golden Tate. And we're going to start with Larry Fitz. You're trading these guys away, Fabs. He hasn't produced like he has in the past. And Michael Floyd is kind of emerging as Carson Palmer's guy. The thing here with Fitzgerald is he's been really inconsistent this year, but he still has name value. He's coming off a good game. He's got a good matchup upcoming. But look what he's got in the fantasy playoffs, Molly. At Tennessee, no team has allowed fewer fantasy points to wide receivers on their home field than the Titans. And then he's got to go to Seattle. No one wants to start anybody when they play in Seattle. Heck, even Adrian Pearson couldn't do very much when he went to the great Northwest. Trade Fitzgerald now before those matchups kill you in the playoffs. Akbar, you're looking at Golden Tate as a guy to trade away. Is this because of the return of Percy Harvin? That is correct. Percy Harvin is going to start to get a ton of uh, looks, especially now they're coming off the bye week. They got his feet wet a little bit in that uh, game last week or this past week, but now all of a sudden he's now into the mix. You've got a lot of guys who are going to be taking a lot of fantasy point attention away from Golden Tate. Marshawn Lynch, Percy Harvin, this is a perfect opportunity while he's up high to trade him away and get some value for him. Fabs, Antonio Brown, we saw earlier, got you big numbers this week, but that attack seems to be more balanced now, running the ball a bit more. Is that why you're giving him up? No, it's more about the schedule, Molly. And you know, we talk about selling high. This guy's value is never going to be higher this season. And listen to his opponents, guys, all right? He's got to play at Cleveland. Joe Hayden this week. Then he's got to go to Baltimore. The Hayden effect. Pass defense. Then he has to play Miami. Miami's one of the best defenses in the league in terms of stopping wide receivers. Then he has another tough game against the Bengals. This schedule is brutal. If you can go out and trade Antonio Brown, say, for an Andre Johnson right now, do it. So a lot of this obviously based on scheduling, as you guys are saying, to get into that playoff push. Now, let's look at some tight ends now to trade away. Vernon Davis, Akbar, you know, Colin Kaepernick should get some other weapons back. That downing his value a bit? Well, you know, more so than just the, the other guys coming in, it's also the production and the play of Colin Kaepernick. I'm starting to see some things and some inconsistency in Colin Kaepernick that we didn't see during his high moments last year. And coming into the season, everybody was all Googled eye for for uh, Colin Kaepernick. But Vernon Davis, a very productive tight end. So if you have right now, if you can try to trade him away, because I see a meltdown coming down in Colin Kaepernick. And, you know, let's say, of course, he gets Crabtree. I don't know that I'm a believer that Crabtree's having had an Achilles injury. I know how hard it's to come back from that. I saw a picture of that. And I'm telling you, it's going to only get worse for Colin Kaepernick, and Vernon Davis could struggle in that. So trade him away before anybody catches on. So a lot of it has to do with the quarterback. All right, let's move on, Fabs, to Antonio Gates. This one surprised me a bit, the leading receiver here. Why? Get ahead of things with Antonio Gates. Again, it's about schedule. This week, he plays in Kansas City at Arrowhead. Then he's got to play the Bengals, who held Jordan Cameron to two fantasy points last week. Then he has to play the Giants. Tough matchups, and I just think things are starting to slow down for Antonio Gates. All right, this last one here, snack bar, a Jordan Cameron. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's going to have a lot of people snacking and wondering, hmm, you know, what's good, what's up with uh, with my man Jordan Cameron? Well, we saw he get, you know, he got shut down pretty much last week. I, in fact, he was one of my trap players. Uh, when you look at this situation right now, especially with the quarterback situation, again, we can look at the schedule aspect of it, but I think most importantly, who's the guy giving him the rock? And right now, he's got Jason Campbell throwing around. I haven't seen a lot of inconsistency in Campbell. So I would say right now, Jordan Cameron has a, a great resume right now. Big name this year. So go ahead and trade him and get somebody that's a little bit more stable at that position or in other areas where you may be weak. Whenever I can work exotic blitz or snack bar into a segment, it's always a good one. Okay, you, you guys. Could, that was a perfect time to use exotic blitz right there. Right. <laughs> Wide receivers and tight ends to trade away and for. And again, we're doing this all week, so stay with us. Good stuff. Still to come... 
Is it always a good idea to think ahead? We'll tell you which running back handcuffs you should stash on your roster for the stretch run. It's Waiver Wire Tuesday. And which players to target as you make your Waiver Wire claims? Stick around as NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. Pick me up before you go, go. Oh, I can't sing. Set your lineup for Week 12. We have your top waiver wire targets for Week 12. It's time to hedge your bets. We'll tell you which backups you should stash away for on a rainy day and why running back handcuffs are so important in the fantasy playoffs. And Champ Kind, sportscaster for the award-winning Channel 4 News team, joins the show to break down his top fantasy stars. Whammy! NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. You sold that so much better. All right, let's. Here's a look right now at the top fantasy scores for Week 11. Antonio Brown. He did a lot for Mr. Fabiano. We yes, discussed that earlier. But let's focus here on Case Keenum, guys, and get into some of the latest headlines. He's going to start for the Texans. Now, he got pulled last week for Matt Schaub. Do we expect that, that to happen again? Is that is there concern? No, I, there shouldn't be any concern. I think what Kubiak saw in Matt Schaub should convince him enough that he should not give him another opportunity. I think this really belongs to Case Keenum. And Case Keenum really didn't do anything. Yes, he threw an interception, but you're going to expect that from a young quarterback as he's going through the process. But I think Case Keenum is here to stay. And he has a great matchup this week. We'll get yep. into that in a little bit. Now, Miles Alston also set to return for the Cowboys. Romo should be happy about that. Who faced five plays. The Giants. Okay, so <laughs> clearly you're not very high on him then. No. How about you, Fabs? I am not. I am very worried about Miles Austin and that hamstring that always is a problem. And the fact of the matter here is that Terrence Williams has taken over yep. as a number two wide receiver in Dallas. Miles Austin, merely an afterthought. You'd have to be desperate to play him despite the fact that this is a good matchup. Yeah, and, and well, you know what, though? That pass rush has come alive for the Giants these last four games that they've won, and that's the other thing is you're looking for routes to be developed and throw the ball downfield to get those points for Miles Austin. I'm not crazy uh, about it at all. Well, He's like, available in over half of leagues. We're not high on him, but some nope. guys you should consider picking up. We'll show you that now. Let's get into Fab's waiver wire board. And one guy, Akbar, you have your eye on, Chris Obanaya. He led the Browns' backfield with 48 snaps in their loss at Cincy. Yeah, you know, when, we, when they brought in Willis McGahee, everybody was kind of unsure what was going to go on with his backfield. But I think Chris Obanaya now has started to come into his own. We saw he had 14 touches for 99 yards against the Bengals. He really showed that he could only – he's versatile. He could do some things out of the backfield, catching out of the backfield, that is. I like Chris Obanaya, especially when you look at his matchup. In a couple of weeks, he's going to go up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, they've got the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can actually target him now in the waiver wire and get something, a little sneaky play there. And Wills McGahee, just eight touches. Let's delve deeper into Case Keenum now, Fabs. He gets the Jags this week. Enough said? I keep the faith. You know, that's an old Bon Jovi song. I know I like the hair metal. You guys don't really into that. But this is a very good matchup. Oh. The Jaguars, I know you don't like the hair metal, especially Akbar. <laughs> don't put me in a box. The Jags have allowed over 20 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this season. And I'm with you. Kubiak saw what he had in Keenum and what he didn't have in Matt Schaub last week. He will play the entire game, keep the faith, start Case Keenum if you need a quarterback this week. Let's go to the backfield yep. now. Toby Gerhardt, is he just a handcuff at this point for AP? Well, maybe and maybe not. Uh, I was up in Seattle doing the game between the Seahawks and the Vikings, and you could see the points were there for the taken from Adrian Peterson, and he just could not quite get past that second level of the Seattle defense, something we're used to seeing from Adrian Peterson regularly, week in and week out. And after the game, no surprise, he said that his groin is not 100%. And if you're the Vikings and this season is lost, why risk the long-term future of Adrian Peterson if, in fact, he's not 100%? I like the matchups moving forward. The Packers, the Bears, you have the Eagles in your playoffs. So why not take a flyer on Toby Gerhardt? Maybe he is a handcuff. 
Maybe he's more than that. It's what Minnesota likes to do, run the ball, and he runs it very effectively when given the chance. And you know what, Molly? Mark Ingram is still holding on to his Heisman. Ingram, <laughs> you send that Heisman to Toby Gerhardt. It belongs to him. That favorable schedule. Why did you not sing that first line with that voice? With uh, Wham? It's a little high, you know. I could do the opening. I could do, <laughs> well, do, do the, the high down. And then you can get the wake me up. I, I sold nothing. That's I, don't a- enough, I don't have enough five o'clock shadow to do the George Michael, you Please, know. Please, anything would have better than my voice there. No, All right, Jarrett Boykin, Akbar, targeted eight times and continues to do work after the catch. Well, I think Tolzien really likes him. I mean, we saw that. And, you know, Boykin has, has been very good. Now, he's not a blazer. I think when you look at him on film, you know, you're not don't expect to see a guy who's really fast. But because he's about a 4'7 guy coming out of college, that's what he ran a 4.74. I was actually faster but here's the point. The point I'm making is that when you're not back. a fast wide receiver, you have to be very, very dependent on your ability to run very efficient routes, and that's why Tolzien looks to target Boykin, and I know he's not a, a household name that you're familiar with, but you can go out there and against and on the waiver wire, pick him up. He's got the Minnesota Vikings coming up. That's a very big so what'd you run? right there. what'd you run? 4-5-9. Uh, 4-5-9. Four, four, Molly, wow. that is impressive. Yeah, three five nine. How about Kobe Fleener? We talked about him earlier. Career <laughs> high outing. Is he a tight end one at this point? He is a low end tight end one. He has looked extremely good. Eight plus fantasy points in three of his last four games. And this week he plays the Cardinals. They have a lot of eleven touchdown passes to tight ends this season. This is one of those dream matchups for a tight end. So if you have Kobe Fleener or you need a tight end and he's available on the waiver wire, go out, pick him up right now. Those targets, they will continue to increase with Reggie Wayne out for the season. You talk about dream matchups, money, Saints defense, Thursday night football in Atlanta against Uh, that struggling offense. Yeah, a lot of people uh, like to play the matchups when it comes to the the defenses. And if that's what you do, exactly. The Saints are owned in just 28% of our NFL.com leagues. Yeah, and it's one of the things I actually did in a league two weeks ago was the Rams versus a leaky Colts offensive line. You saw what that produced. Rob Ryan's defense is playing at a very high level. The Atlanta offensive line may be the worst in all of football. That's why this is a perfect matchup for you if your spots start in your defense. And nobody motivates a defense. You know, having played for Rob Ryan, and I tell you, nobody motivates a defense better than Rob Ryan. He can really get into those guys, and he's got a good personnel group. Those guys have kind of embodied that defense, and they're playing with yeah. that aggressive nature. What happened to the Cowboys, I wonder, then last season? Oh, no, you know why? I can tell you what happened. <laughs> Jerry Jones yeah. got in the mix of it. That's what ends up happening with the Dallas Cowboys. Not surprised. Some great waiver wire targets for Week 12, guys. You know what gets me excited, though, and really motivated for my job? Sing and wake What's me that? up before you go. Go one more time. Anchor Man. And the Channel 4 wow. news team is back with a vengeance. We'll be joined by a television legend right here on our set. I thought you were the only one, Matt Money Smith. No. What an honor. NFL Fantasy Live back right after this. You don't want to miss it. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, joined on set by a legend, a man who has dominated the local news rankings down there in San Diego at KVWN, the sports anchor for the Channel 4 News. Champ Kind checks into the Fantasy Live set. Champ, thanks for taking the time out. Whammy! Thanks for having me, fellas. <laughs> well, we are uh, discussing fantasy quarterbacks and running backs here. Who should be our top performers for Week 12? And we would love for you to weigh in. We take a look here at Michael Fabiano's our Hall of Famer right here, his top 10 list. And the quarterbacks for this week, uh, Drew Brees on Thursday night going up against the Atlanta Falcons. And you see them right here. Fabs, why don't you walk us through these and maybe Champ can give us a take on a couple of them. Well, how do you not love Drew Brees in Atlanta against that Falcons defense that's been horrible all season long. 
The guy just wins. That's all he knows how to do. I guess that's what his dreams are filled with. Winning. <laughs> you go down that and list. And he throws list. touchdown passes yep. for fantasy owners. You go down the list there as well, champ. Where, where do you come out on Peyton Manning? He's 36. He's with his second team. He's won a Super Bowl, but he hasn't performed that well in the playoffs. You like him, you don't like him this week. Well, I like him and I don't like him. I like him off the field. He's a good time. He likes to party and go deep. I don't know how he does it on Sunday, quite frankly. I've been out with him late many a Saturday. I would have never many guessed that. Saturdays. Wow. I would have assumed that Tony Romo is the guy that you have been out with. Uh, lady seems like a guy that likes to have a good time. What about him on the football field there, champ? Well, Tony seems to find a way to have a tough season year after year. But I'll say this. I like Anthony a lot. He's a good kid, maybe just needs a different program. Are you on a first-name basis with him, Anthony? Yeah. Yeah, okay. A lot of people say if you know a guy better, you call him Tony. I'm the reverse. I call him Anthony. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> Anthony. Well, champ, we're going to get to our uh, running backs here. This uh, Michael Fabiano's top ten list of running backs for week 12, and maybe you can give us a couple whammy plays out of these. Fabs, why don't you walk us through your top 10, who you like this week? Well, hey, the guys at the top of the list, you know it's going to be Jamal Charles, the Kansas City Chiefs, who has really been a bell cow for Andy Reid. Matt Forte has got a great matchup. Adrian Peterson, and that's Zach Stacy. I love him against the Chicago Bears. How about Jamal Charles, champ? Uh, really been a guy that's carried this Chiefs offense all season long. Well, it seems to me he's carrying the record books right now, if I'm not mistaken. All-time rush leader, right, per yards? The Chiefs always have great backs, and they've got a great one this year. Jamal Charles, I'm going to give you a whammy! <laughs> nice 30-yard-plus play this week. You can't even beat that. Do you think he's the greatest of all times? I'm looking at the stats. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with facts. Yeah, I like that. I wouldn't argue with them either. Can we get a, uh, a whammy for Matt Forte? He's carrying the Chicago Bears offense, even with a backup QB. The guy seems to be able to do it all. Catch, run. What's your forte, Forte? Whammy! <laughs> and one last one, the St. Louis Rams. Uh, speaking of squads in Missouri, we start with Kansas City. We go to St. Louis. How about what Zach Stacy has been able to do out of Vanderbilt there his rookie year? Well, Stacy ran all over Indy last time he went out, and he got a rest up. I don't know if he really rested, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I tell you what, I like the kid's legs, but the name gives me some troubles because I dated a Stacy in college, and she broke up with me on Thanksgiving with both of our families there, and neither family has invited me back since. How did her mother look? Awesome. <laughs> By the way, we're still in touch. Whammy. So I, I got to ask you here, champ, uh, very familiar with the local news battles down there in San Diego as someone that I'm sure frequents Qualcomm Stadium where the Chargers play. What is a more fierce rival? Is it Raiders versus Chargers or is it Channel 9 versus Channel 4? Well, Channel 9 versus Channel 4, I don't know if you know this, we got in more than a heated discussion. We got in a gang fight. Oh, wow. So I know the Raiders pride themselves on being tough, but you probably don't want to take on the news team. <laughs> Grammy! <laughs> it seemed like you, you dug a little deep there when we were talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, just going back in the annals, you know the local news guys kind of have to have good-looking hair. If, if you had to pick... Do you like Steve DeBerg and those golden curly locks or, or Todd Blackledge and that feathered hair he had back in the day? I'm going to go with Steve B. 
Steve DB, not only the curly locks, but remember in the playoffs, he had that pinky flag going. He is a warrior. DeBerg gets a whammy. Way to go, Steve. Now, Akbar, do you remember from your Charger playing days being covered by Champ Kind down there in you San know, Diego I, Channel I, 4? Now, let me tell you something. I remember clearly. It was after a game we played against the Indianapolis Colts, and you actually interviewed me after I gotten out of the shower. I didn't have my towel on or anything. I was trying to get dressed, and you stuck the mic right in front of my face, and and you asked me about Peyton Manning, and I was like, I mean, can I get dressed? And you never gave me an opportunity to get dressed. I, I didn't understand why. You said, can I get dressed? And I said, no, please do not. <laughs> then I removed my clothes, and then I was removed from the locker room. <laughs> last thing for you, not fantasy-related. We, we like when the sports experts come on, and we, we ask you for a Super Bowl pick. We're coming up on Week 12. Is there a team that's distanced itself, in your opinion, that you could see hoisting that Vince Lombardi trophy come February? Well, it seems to me we're looking at a Chiefs-Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl, and I think the Chiefs are going to bring it home. Oh, I like that. That's you know what those that, two teams strong. have in common? Very good fantasy running backs. Jamal Charles and Marshawn Lynch. And very good fantasy defenses as well. That's Champ, true. Will, you, uh, will you be covering it in New York? Will the local Channel 4 News team head out to New York to cover that? I will be covering it whether I'm on air or in my <laughs> hotel room. All right. Champ kind. Anchorman 2. The legend continues in theater. One more time. Whammy! December 20th. Champ, thanks for being here. All right. Up next, be prepared. We'll tell you which running back handcuffs you should pick up and why they'll help you win a fantasy championship when NFL Fantasy Live returns. If you missed any of the action on Monday night, check out NFL Game Rewind with HD Coaches Film. Relive every play from every game with two exclusive angles and DVR-style controls. You can try it for free at NFL.com slash Game Rewind. Well, believe it or not, we are now in week 12 of the NFL season, guys. That means already? most leagues' playoffs already start in just a couple weeks. So, Running back handcuffs. We've talked about it in the draft, and now we talk about it again and why they have value in the postseason. And Fabs, Akbar, we take a look at it now and the top 10 running backs this season and why it is so important to protect your assets. You see the points that these players have provided Marshawn Lynch, LaShawn McCoy, Matt Forte, the list, a lot of it, the usuals. Of course, there at number 10, you see Gio Bernard. And now here are your top fantasy handcuffs for Lynch, Turbin. Bryce Brown, Bush. So let's let's get into it and walk through players that might be available on that waiver wire and who needs to be handcuffed. Akbar, why don't you get us started? Well, I'm going to go with Joyke Bell. When you look at, you know, the fact that Reggie Bush, even last week, he had that fumble, and all of a sudden now you throw Joyke Bell. But he's standing alone by himself. He can do some things. He's had 11 fantasy points in two of the last three games. And so he's out there being productive, getting some of that red zone look. And think about this. When the Philadelphia Eagles come back from their bye in week 14, they have the Philadelphia Eagles, and we know that defensively they struggle. So Joyke Bell, again, depending Depending on what happens with Reggie Bush, just something to secure when you have a big-time running back like Reggie Bush. And like you said, a bigger part of their offense this past week than Reggie Bush was. Fabs, where are we going? We're going with Kendall Hunter here. Frank or owners, go out and pick him up. Listen, if you have a third quarterback or a second kicker, I don't know why you'd have a second kicker, or a second defense, you don't need these positions. It's very important to handcuff these top running backs now. God forbid Frank Gore, for example, gets hurt. Well, you know what? Who's going to be the first guy everyone wants to get on the waiver wire? Kendall Hunter, beat him to the punch, handcuff your studs right now. 
I'm going to go to Denver and stick with the running back theme here and go Monte Ball. And, and here's why. For some reason, Ronnie Hillman is no longer in the rotation because of his fumbling problem. Right. He is a do-not-play, coach's decision, healthy scratch. Ball continues to have issues with ball security. Pardon the pun, but I guess that's going to happen with a last name like Ball. <laughs> and he's still getting these goal line touches. We know that no Sean Moreno has had injury concerns in the past. This is a high-powered offense, and it is clear that John Fox and now Jack Del Rio is the interim head coach while Fox recovers, uh, is someone they trust, especially in goal line situations. You absolutely have to pick him up as a handcuff if you have no Sean Moreno. Akbar, keep it going. Well, you know, I'm going to go with Roy Halou. And maybe it doesn't have anything to do with injuries. Maybe it just has something to do with good old Go ahead, give it to me. <laughs> Shanahan Hannigans. I mean, we've seen Darrell Young get get hot a little bit. We saw, of course, Roy Halou get some goal line carries and red zone carries. We started thinking, well, what happened to Alfred Morris? I thought he was all that you needed in a good running back. Well, that may not be the case. I think you go out now and get a guy like Roy Halou who could be very productive if in case Alfred Morris gets hurt or Shanahanigans just happens. Yeah, and now we're kind of running through the string of players you picked in the first round, and you got to protect yourself. Alfred Morris, like you said, with Roy Hallou, you're going to Kansas City, a team that absolutely relies on the run to get most of their offense. Uh, boy, imagine if Jamal Charles ever got hurt. Niall wow. Davis has actually looked pretty good in limited time in his rookie season in that offense. And remember, Jamal Charles has had a lot of work this year, a lot of work. One of the five most used running backs that we're talking about touches in the National Football League. So go out and pick up Niall Davis. Now, don't drop Rashad Jennings from Niall Davis. Don't drop someone who's coming into his own like a Ben Tate. Be smart about it. But again, if there's that roster spot that you have that's kind of just sitting there, Make some use of it. Again, the same situation occurs. Jamal Charles, God forbid he gets hurt. Niall Davis will be the hottest name on the waiver wire. Beat your opponents to the punch. Handcuff yourself right now to Niles Davis. You, you know what you just gave me? You just gave me an idea now that we're talking What's about What's your this. idea there? We're, right we're playing against each other in the Experts League, and, of course, we know what Adrian Peterson just did this past yeah. week in Reggie Bush. So that means top for me, Toby Gearhart <laughs> and Joy Bell. Uh, I'll give you one more, maybe not for you, Akbar, but whoever owns Eddie Lacy, he runs with such a physical, punishing style. It has already led to one concussion this year. And one thing we've seen, much like Joy Bell, is James Starks given an opportunity to be the guy, and when he was, he he was able to perform with great production. Green Bay has to run the ball. They have become a running team. They are still in the mix for the NFC North. The Detroit Lions have hiccup issues, you know, when it comes to games that you think they're going to win and they can't put away. And, of course, the Chicago Bears are dealing with an injury to their quarterback. So the Packers are still in this. They have to win games by any means possible. And, again, just because of the way he runs the football, yeah. and this is his first ever NFL season. Remember, it's 16 games instead of 10 or 11 or 12 games like he had at Alabama. So definitely protect and, yourself. And, and the coaches have already talked about, too, reducing it because yeah. of his style of play, reducing it, the amount of snaps that he's going to get as far as carries. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, Wednesday we are back with our quarterback trade primer. NFL Fantasy Live returns at 5 p.m. Eastern Wednesday on NFL Network and 4 p.m. Eastern on NFL.com. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.